1: Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane.
0: Insane in the Membrane.
1: Greetings one and all. Still cold, in it. Still cold, even though it's like it's May. I mean it's May, mind you, we live we live on an organic spinning ball in the cosmos, don't we? You know, and that's not going to adhere to our human calendars. And know they go, well, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be cold this time. You know what? The, the the earth does what it wants. It does what it wants. So if it's cold, it's cold, it'll warm up pretty soon. Um, before we begin, before we begin, we've got a live show, proper show, May 13th, Thursday, at the forum in Tunbridge Wells. Jen Brister Headlines, we've got Clinton Baptiste, he of Phoenix Knights, we've got Amy Cooper, got myself included, it's Rich Wilson presents live from Dark Horse. It's going to be a cracking show, uh, it's going to be Facebook live streamed, tickets are available in my bio, click the link, that will take you to where the tickets are. There's We've still got we've got three tables of six that are still available, physical tables, you can be in the show, come to the show, we're going to do it outside in the garden, there's a canopy, it's going to be, bring your bring you booze, uh, and those tickets will go fast, so jump on those quickly, click the links in the bios, it's going to be a cracking show, you're going to have a great time. Also, we've now got merch. Yes, we have indeed. From those wonderful lads at Save Our Souls Clothing, who are supporting the podcast as well. Good lads doing good things. They're now sort us out with merch. And I tell you what, those lads are brilliant. Like I say, they took me under their wing. They took me in when things got dark for old Wilson last year, when all the comedy dried up. gave me a job. They're brilliant lads. They've got a brilliant clothing line. Visit sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane. And put in the promo code, Membrane. That'll give you some money off. Oh, yeah, we're looking after you, the way they're looking after us. And uh, we've got hoodies and tees. They come in all various sizes. Uh, they're in a wonderful gold colour. Beautiful. I know you're thinking, I don't do yellow. It's not yellow. It's gold. And I'm, letting, I'm telling you now, gold will look spectacular on you. You're going to look marvellous. I've got one. They are lovely. You're going to look great. Really going to make your eyes pop. It's really nice to get involved with that. It's all ethically sourced. And I, and I know that for a fact, having work there so you're not giving your money to sweatshops you are not; it's not child slavery they're they're actually good lads doing good things with with good people you're gonna you're you're investing in a great company there so get involved with that get yourself a lovely hoodie get yourself because that's for the evening get yourself a nice t-shirt for the daytime it's a bit warmer nice hoodie for the evening when the sun goes down so get on that we really appreciate it now that's the ads it's funny, isn't it, having to do that? I mean, I'm waiting for us to do a mattress advert like all the other podcasts do, um, but we'll see. We'll see. We've still having to buy our own mattresses. Uh, this week's guest is the mighty Paul Smith, uh, basically the king of Liverpool uh, comedy-wise. It, it's quite the story. Quite the story. He, um, he just kind of just he just blew up. He's a he's a smashing lad. Um, and the people, this is the thing we talk about it in the episode. People in Liverpool. Really get behind their own. They're so supportive of their own, and it's and his story is a wonderful thing. You know, I, I remember working with him years ago. We talk about this in the episode. You'll find out, but he he went from like like doing a middle spot, like short spot, to then just like selling out arenas. He's the, the boy's phenomenal, and he's a really nice lad. We had an incredible t- uh, chat about mental health and how he deals with his own. Because this is the thing, despite despite his great success. You know, like a, lot, a lot of people, despite their great success, you know, and we all think, oh, they must be smashing it, they must be smashing it. You're still human beings, and they still get affected by things. The darkness still ascends, descends, sorry, ascends, goes up. <laughs> descends. And, um, you know, it, it affects us all. We're human beings at the end of the day. So it was really nice to have a chat with him about that, and he really opened up. And uh, it, was a, it went in a direction I didn't expect, and you'll find that out in a minute. So do you know what? Let's get on with it. Coming up in a bit, Paul Smith.
0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk.
1: I'll tell you what, man, because we've only ever worked together once. Yeah, that was that was a Spiky mic gig. I can't even remember where it was. In some village God, somewhere.
2: that must have been a while ago, a long
1: time ago. And then, and then you suddenly became fucking comedy superstar. I, I, and you're like, what the
2: fuck? I, I, took, I took myself in. I t- well, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I thought I'm not leaving Liverpool anymore. I don't want to. <laughs> Do
1: you know what though? I've said. I had this conversation with Adam Rowe, and I was talking about Liverpool. Liverpool, considering it's a, it's a big city, and so much has come from there. It's mm. still it still has that kind of as a as a community, as a small town community, yeah. vibe to it. Everybody, everybody, you look after your own and you and you support your own as well. Like the people of Liverpool really, fucking took you up.
2: Yeah, they? they do get behind you. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I find um, it's a it's the same in a lot of. I'm not going to say northern because it's not northern, but like a lot of maybe poor towns, places yeah. where a lot of different people have had to come together can't even develop an identity because I know I, I, it's weird I get like I get a similar reaction from like Newcastle Belfast mm. Glasgow it's just the following's there is mad and the people are just love it just, yeah. like I sell, like there's a place called Billingham in the northeast. I don't understand oh, why yeah, but I sell about 5,000 tickets there fucking hell and man and it's I don't even think the population's that much
1: I was going to say there's 8,000 <laughs> <of> people there
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know and it's the best place I got when I first went there I was like this is a bit weird this and I went to some guy had messaged me saying Do you want to come and train in a boxing club I said okay yeah goes down and it's just full like I, I was terrified for about two minutes because it was full of gypsies vests, right? right just right. punching bags just yeah. hitting <laughs> big guys and I was like oh no what have I done here and they were the most welcoming people they, I mean they were offering to Go and steal me televisions. <laughs> 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 I did it off with the dog or two. Not mean it to be a cliche, um, but yeah, he was so friendly, and I just had the best yeah. time. I love it though.
1: But this is again the, the traveling community. They really, there is there the, the people that I've known in that community. There is that there is violence is there, but there's also a love and a and a bond. They kind yeah. of they well, also, the,
2: you know, yeah. The violence. It, it's it's a weird. Like, because I, I I was supposed to do Tyson Fury's uh, warm up last year and I couldn't oh yeah. do it because of dates, and the guy who put me on it, um, I, I was speaking to his manager and then he was saying, "Oh, do, if you if you can get over to Vegas, we'll sort you some tickets because Tyson enjoys watching my videos." Yeah, nice. And I was like, "That would be amazing," but I couldn't get over. And then the, the guy, like the mutual friend we had, he's a scouse lad. Um he was like, Yeah, if you go out with them though, no. like you'll have the best night of your life, but then you'll say one thing, it'll just kick off and you can't back down. Fuck. And, and you've just got to fight and then it's then it's over and you'll start drinking again to get... <laughs> Fuck <laughs> just... that, man. <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm all right, <laughs> <laughs> I remember
1: I've grown up with people like that. There was always <clears throat> there was always a loose cannon yeah. in the group and you Yeah, you was always like you'd be your best mate, he's got his arm around you then the next minute. You like you're outside and you go. Why are we outside? <laughs> what you did I say? You fucking you mentioned my sister. I go, no, I did it. I said, "How's your sister?" That's <laughs> so all I said. And it yeah. just yeah, but that I mean yeah, it's it just some some people it's just that's their lives, isn't it? And
2: yeah, you know, I, I, I mean it's, like, got it's, it's got a s- it's got a certain beauty to it. Right? Yeah, it's, it's very simple, isn't it? It's very very straightforward. Yes. And they have yeah, they, I mean they do fight, but it's not. They have a lot of rules to the fights. It's boxing. Yeah, I, and, the, yeah. The, and, and if you if you say you've had enough, you've had enough, and that's fine. I, I go down halls watching these people fight for forty five minutes. Online. Oh, I'm mouse, not gonna lie yeah. to you.
1: I saw one the other day, and it was <laughs> they went off for ages. They went around streets like just, and it was there is a there isn't yeah. It's like there's a nobility to it to them yeah. because there is that respect at the. It's like they don't go. They don't carry it on, it's like, yeah, fair play. You stood up, you did you you stood your ground or you did whatever and then and they shrug it off and go and have a pint. Yeah. And I think that should be more because other people, the rest of the the rest everybody else is just a bit snidey. And everyone's gossiping behind people's backs and no one and the amount of times I've said, Well, say something then.
2: (laughs) And then they go, No, I don't want to. You'd feel so much better.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say something. off your chest. Yeah, just I mean I've found that as well. For eight for years I I wouldn't say anything, but if someone was pissing me off, but now I think because I'm older I can't I can go I got to be honest. What that thing you did, fucked me off a little bit. And if they go I oh, did it I didn't realise sorry mate you know and kind of work it out. But if they go yeah <laughs> you know, all right all right and just don't see him again. <laughs> I think we could do with that more honesty. being yeah. more honest. You don't just hit them then though. No. no man. Oh, I love <laughs> lover, I know. I'm a lover I'm not a You are a lover I know. am a lover although. Yeah, people have listened to this before. I have got a, <coughs> got a, a little bit naughty. Someone called my ex wife a fat cunt, so I punched him, but <laughs> you know, we well, got to. <laughs> and I'm not saying violence is the key, but I did say to him apologise, and he didn't, so anyway.
2: Oh, I think but, if so, if someone called my missus a cunt, I think she'd punched him before me. I've
1: seen your missus. Yeah. There's nothing, like, yeah, that's the end of your life. On,
2: on one of our first dates, she nearly knocked a fella out. <laughs> because, because he was squared up to me she Shoulder him Shit, around the face It was mad
1: man. She went
2: fuck off Or I'll bomb, bomb you And he fucked off <laughs> Nice That's that's tea That's why
1: you two are together
2: And then she carried me
1: home <laughs> <laughs> Over her shoulder like a baby yeah, just, yeah. just burping you yeah. Come on You've had enough <laughs> Where did you two
2: meet? Uh, at the comedy club She was in the front row Oh really? We I know That's uh, a <clears throat> Strange story isn't it but yeah, that, and it was it was it. It, it kind of um. I, I don't even know whether I'm a believer in fate, but it was the last because I'd split up with my ex-wife about five months before.
1: Yeah,
2: and so I used to work every day. So obviously we had kids together. So we split the kids 50-50. and then I had to. So I I, st- I stopped working like Sunday to. I have the kids Sunday to Wednesday, so I stopped working those days. Um, so I could have the kids, and. But I already had some in, and obviously when people have booked in, I've got to, to honour those shows, so yeah, I had yeah, some yeah. buckets so, But she came up on a Tuesday night. All the way, she lives in Torquay, my missus. She drove all the way up. And it's weird because she's late for everything and she was the only thing I've ever known her to be on time for. And she wrestled away and got in the front row. And it's the last Tuesday I ever worked. And oh, it, was, wow. yeah, it's so, it was so weird. And she got there, and she got in the front row, and we had a little chat, and then I come out the back door of hot water, and she was walking down the street, and we bumped into each other. I got right. a picture. And it was only because of that picture because she tagged me in it on instagram so i just I slid in the dms after that
1: <laughs> sly dog man yeah yeah but then look at that it's meant to be because now mm-hmm. doing, a, doing a podcast together and, and there's a yeah, nice you've got a nice vibe going on between you it's good
2: yeah, and yeah. she makes me laugh she's very people say oh your missus is funnier than you like it's gonna piss me off but that's like i know that's why i'm with
1: her <laughs> but that's it, isn't it it's like yeah. yeah i used to like with, with Jade, it used to like people would go oh well she's on the telly she's doing this and you go no, yeah. I'm nothing but proud of her. I, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It doesn't affect me. I have got nothing but pride and love for that woman for yeah. everything she's achieved. Why would never. I be pissed off at that
2: man? Yeah, it's mad. I don't I'd never get that logic in people. No. Like if someone else is doing well you can't do well. I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, like it's like there's only room for one of you. yeah, yeah. Or, or, Like it's yeah. a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're I mean how did it how you like cuz how are you feeling cuz because you you just exploded and that must like before all that when you're plugging away and you're going fucking
2: hell i, want, I just want to get um, on yeah it was it, it it's a it was a weird one because uh, i i mean i still haven't to be honest i've got no real ambitions to be a famous comedian i was kind of i'd fell out of love with comedy a little bit and then right. kind of sank back in with hot water uh, in a weird turn of events and just started hosting for them and that's the only reason that i I, I kind of st- carried on doing stand up because it was just a once a week open mic. It started out and then went to twice a week, three times a week, became like proper headliners and stuff like that. And we built the club up, and I, I was happy there because yeah. I don't, you must know Toby Hay though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was, yeah. I, when I first started doing stand up, I really wanted to be like, I, I was, a, I got a bit above myself, I think, and I was, I wanted to be like the best. I wanted to be on telly and, mm. um, and I got a couple. Of, I was I started off really well, and I got a couple of little breaks. But like that just didn't pan out. And my head just fell off because I was like, "Well, that's not the plan. That wasn't the way it was supposed to go." And I don't deal very well with that, so it just kind of became a, a bit disillusioned with it all. But I remember going to XS and seeing Toby, and what I loved about what I love about Toby, especially when he's in XS, he had, he was just totally free. Yeah. He was not there was he didn't have to do anything. It was just it wasn't like any other stand-up I'd seen or even any other MC because it was just, he'd just waffle on. And I'm not mm. saying that in a bad way, but like he'd no. just get up. And because he was there every week, he couldn't rely on, he couldn't fall back on any stock, he couldn't fall back on any like material really because they were all regulars, they'd seen him the week before, so he'd just literally have to t- turn up and say what had happened that day. And invariably, something great would come out. Yeah, man. And I just working that muscle, I was just used to watch him going, that's what I want, I want a place where I can just be completely free, no pressure, doesn't matter to me that if I'm the best comedian in the world or the best compere or whatever, I just wanna i just want to enjoy what I'm doing and be free. And that's what I got with hot water. And I think inadvertently that kind of, one allowed me to become a very, very good compare because I was there every single week, up to yeah. seven times a week comparing and I couldn't rely on material, I couldn't do it, I couldn't rely on anything, I couldn't even rely on like the little bits of stock that, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to hold my hands up. But when I would first start to compare and obviously I used little bits of stock here and there because like you do. Yeah. But you couldn't rely on those things because people. People are just people are coming back every week, so they yeah, see it, and yeah, you, yeah. so you have to you have to just start working that muscle, and the more you work it, the better you get.
1: Yeah, man, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was with Toby the other night. We did a excess was online, and I was just watching him, uh, do work his thing at the beginning, and you're going, he just yeah, he just <laughs> talking. He was talking about scarves. It was about yeah. like scarves that he'd been sent, and, and I was watching that, and I'm like, "Fuck, man, that's it." Yeah, yeah, yeah he's because it might not yeah. be the
2: most. It, you might not sit and like roll and laugh all the way through it, but it's just lovely to listen to. It's so yeah. engaging, and just he's so interesting, and you just sit there and you just feel. I think someone asked me like, I think it was what I did, um, Stuart Goldsmith's podcast mm. a couple of years back, and he asked me a question, and I couldn't really answer it at the time. He was like what do you think makes you a good like do you think you're like one of the best compares or what makes you a good compare or something along those lines and i don't know i I don't i couldn't really answer it because i don't i didn't know what read why my videos have gone mad and other people's hadn't because like you know yourself like I think I am a good compere, but then Mick Ferry's is an amazing compere. Yeah. Dan Nightingale is an amazing compere. There's amazing. There's a lot. There's a lot. Of hundreds of amazing compares in the country. Yeah. Why haven't their videos gone mad? And it just, and it, because technically I'm not better than the, I'm not better than them. Um, I'm not quicker. Than, like Danny McLaughlin much quicker than me. I watch him sometimes, and I just my head falls <laughs> off It's the, the connections yeah. he makes. And I'm like, so I'm not the quickest, but I think that. it it took me a few months after i was i kept thinking about it and i think the thing that i've got and it's the same thing toby's got is that i've got i make you feel better so i make you feel if you come into my club i I might not be the funniest or the quickest but i am gonna make you feel better and you're gonna feel warm and happy when you leave and i think that's why people like me
1: I think it's to say I know exactly what you mean. I always, I never feel (coughs) I'm above the audience. I feel I'm at one with them and and I'll do it as like you, this tonight is going to be fucking great. And then I'll be taught and the way I'm, and it is, is that you you do that. You build up that rapport with them. So you're on a level with them going, fuck, wasn't he good? Wasn't she good? Fuck, you wait till the next one. And you kind of in it with them. And even that, like you and I, we do, we do the, the audience thing. It's not, I mean, we take the piss a little bit, but it's not, it's not, I'm not putting that person down, no, just just having a laugh, and you're bringing Eve, them up. yeah, yeah.
2: People, people get that, it's still to this day. People people stop me and go, Oh, call me mate, a fat cunt or something, <laughs> and I'm like, Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. He's paid his money, I'm not gonna do that, yeah, why, well, yeah. I like, and it's, it's like, it's not really what I do. I know you no. think you, you think you, if you boil it down, it is taking the piss out of people, but it's not that because you've got to, even when, like, I like, <clears throat> I think the most ruthless I go and I think just because the crowd love it is if you get like a copper in or something Oh yeah, I will go a bit far with a copper but I'll, I'll always turn around and try and I, I always I'll, I'll slap them and then pick them back up do you know what I mean yeah, if that man. makes sense
1: yeah absolutely I get that yeah you kind of go because yeah, you, you want them
2: to enjoy the show
1: yeah absolutely you get into yeah. it and then you go but funnily enough the first person we call it's you and we. we so, it's a love hate thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, So yeah, I get it, man. I get it. It's, mm-hmm. it's. But I enjoy working all that out as well. When, yeah, yeah. Just someone said to me recently, like, like, yeah, we asked me the same thing because they wanted me to help them with their MC, and I'm like, and I, asked, I went, I don't really know. the well, Same. You kind of I don't know. Yeah. It really made me think about the process and what you do. And it's, but, it's,
2: yeah. it's, it's a completely different job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people, I don't know where they, because th- some people have asked me to help them and stuff, and I, it's hard to really advise because I think mm. it's something you've got to, I think that the the main skill in comparing is comfort yeah. and just being comfortable because you've literally got to be the most comfortable person in the room so you make them feel comfortable so then the acts can do what the acts are going to do. Yeah, man. I think a lot of people confuse it with doing a set and get up and just try and crowbar bits of the setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just don't think it's ever necessary, I mean I'm not saying I don't, I will try little bits out, I'll talk and sometimes bits come out and that's how I write most of my material but I never really like go out there with the intention of doing material because I just, it's not necessary, you're not there for that, you're there to be just friendly and and uh, that's the kind of advice I try and give but it's hard to teach or it's hard to verbally say that to someone. Yeah, if I, and and for it to sink in because it's just you ha, you can only learn it by experience. I think you can only exactly you just got that. to get up and do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do. A, I always i'll be a, I'll do the chat. I'll do a little bit of material before I bring the act on, so then the audience goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, we okay, yeah, this is happening now." Yeah. So like the start of the show, and I, that's my technique. That's how I do it. Yeah. But you're right, and I've said that to people. When I've said to them, "You just got to go and do it," mm. and then they, they shit themselves and go, oh, "Just do it." They go, yeah, that's what we did. You just yeah. went and, I remember it, my first one was a B&Q staff party at Christmas and they, and oh they, and yeah they went and someone booked, they went you've got to do it and like, I've never mc before in my life you just got to do it mm. but I did it and you just go fuck it was just that panic just drove me on but yeah, got to do it you got to go and do it that's the only just
2: thing got, yeah. it, and, and once you get I think I think being, I don't think being a good comedian necessarily makes you a good compare, but I think being a good compare makes you a better comedian.
1: Absolutely, in yes. every
2: every time. I just, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't see it ever making anyone worse. It always strengthens you because yeah. it just. I think it gives you more confidence that you are funny and just not your jokes are funny. Exactly. Yes, um,
1: Yeah. Brings you out of your material and you. Can just, I, yeah.
2: yeah, and I think that's good for any comic because you've got it at the end of the day. It's I mean we, it's a live format and stuff goes wrong all the time, and you've got to be able to rely on your ability to just be in the moment. Cause Absolutely. Because there's not. a lot of... I mean, I'm not knocking any acts because everybody works differently, and some people work very, like, rigid, write stuff down, it's very rigid, and they come yeah. off and they'll tweak little bits, and I massively respect that. My brain doesn't work that way. No, um, I'm not either. Yeah. But they're not in the moment. I don't think when I'm watching... Some people, they're not... They could be doing that set to... A wall, and it would be the same. the ca- the The cadence and everything, everything would be the same. The patterns are the same. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, true. Yeah,
2: I know. I I, th- I think that. I mean, a lot of people ask me about writing stand up and stuff. I, again, people, people, are, everyone's different. But I haven't written any stand up down for about five years. I, just really? don't, I don't write anything down because I just feel like just, yeah. I feel like it just sucks all the energy out of it if you write it because you. you, you <laughs> I'm fascinated with how your brain works. Your brain, your brain works in this kind of mad. It's it's not. You're not thinking in words. You're thinking in colours and smells and images yeah. and emotions. There's lo- there's so much going on. Your brain's got this complex language, and you're trying to really, the the, the written word isn't good enough really to yeah. to to read. And you don't need it because you, you tell it you're talking to yourself. You know what you're gonna say. <laughs> so you put it on the paper and then you're trying to cram it back in like like Lane. and I was doing it for years and I was just so rigid with it and I couldn't come out of me set and it wasn't until I started comparing them and I was like and, and then I'd get up and I'd riff a bit and then I'd be like and, I, and I, like the next week I'd get up and I'd be able to say the same bit just, and yeah. in a much more natural way because I hadn't written it down just because I just remember it because it happened, and I will elaborate, and I will end. It'll end up being half, half, half true and half a lie. But I just elaborate to the point where I kind of believe the lie, and it's just. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Let's well, that's how that's This is the thing with the brain. People, having done this now for a couple of years, I've met people that study the brain, and that, and, mm. it, and it is a, it's a fascinating thing. It does its own thing. Like, so, like you'll you'll think stuff. You go, why the fuck am I thinking that? What's going on there? And you do you have a conversation with it? <laughs> like,
2: yeah.
1: Why why is that in there? And they go, because because I'm cause that's what I'm thinking about. You go, yeah, but why am I? Why is that there? You know, just yeah. And it and there's like emotions and feelings and stuff. People like people go, oh, I just you know, you go, oh, I'm feeling a bit shit. They go, I'll just snap out of it. <laughs> you go, oh, it's not up to me. It's, yeah, it's yeah. The fucking thing in my head. It, you know, like we, we spoke the other week when we were we, we were putting that thing up about the about the suicide prevention, yeah. and that's and someone someone I don't know if you ever met him, but someone in the in the community in our community is sadly no longer with us, and it and it and it just made me realise you go with all. The, I'm always forever saying to people, reach out, talk to someone, reach yeah. out,
2: talk to someone, but your fucking brain, Oh, um, man, I don't know. allow it. No, it's I mean. I've suffered in the past with depression and stuff but like mm. I've been I got pretty good at coping and I, I, cause I don't really like to be medicated it ruins me so I got mm. pretty good at learning to spot the signs and little erratic behaviors and then get like knowing right you've got to get a little simplify your routine get some exercise in yeah. eat, eat a little bit cleaner I know that sounds like a cliche but it that works for me much better than any meds I've um, but again like even with all those coping mechanisms like at that last lockdown I I, I, I just went west and I coped last year pretty well mm. considering like supposed to have the biggest tour in my life and it's just disappeared and I was like oh god and then like for, for, I mean zoom gigs are all well and good but like you're like me. You you need to be in the people. You need to be with yeah. them. It's not the same. So you, you're just not getting. And we are all mentally ill. We need that. For, <laughs> to, we are. Yeah, 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 Because we need yeah. that validation and like that. It's it's false, but it's love. Do you know what I mean? It's that like kind of adulation from people. That energy transfer. You're just not getting it. And it I, I, again, I simplified my routine. I was exercising and stuff. But then it come to that last lockdown man, and I oh, I just couldn't cope i just yeah. I, mean, I just fell off and it took me It luckily doing this doing the podcast and and learn, having to learn to edit and clip the little clips out and stuff like that it it just gave me a focus and gave me something to do yeah um and made me feel it useful which is
1: it. yeah yeah what well, great word being useful and being yeah. That's that with this podcast and. The thing that with the first lockdown is that I didn't need to be anywhere. No one needed me anywhere. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you
2: need to be somewhere and yeah. needed. It's so. It, I mean, we have these we have these highs and lows anyway because, like, we'll go and do a show and there's maybe like 200, 500 people, thousand people, whatever. And you get again, you get that energy transfer. They're all laughing at you. You're stood up there. They think you're great. They think you're the best thing in the world at that point. They yeah. they, they all can't imagine what it's like to be you. And then you come off stage and you drive home and you're sat in the house on your own or like yeah. uh, your kids don't think you're funny and it's just like <laughs> back to normality and so you have those peaks and troughs anyway but when, when it's t- when it's taken away from you, the longest I hadn't done a gig for in the last like I think last 10 years before the lockdown was like 11 days wow. and, and then I'd be like itching for a gig and then it went like four months and I was like oh god I don't even know if I can remember how to do this but it like, did my first gig back last Friday and it felt like my first gig. I was nervous, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. and it yeah. was it was kind of nice a little bit because I was like, "God, I'm I'm nervous here. I've never felt like really nervous for a well, gig."
1: Yeah, well, it's that thing in it. It's the, and I found it diff- difficult to to differentiate between anxiety and excitement.
2: Yeah, there is a fine line, yeah. and I think I I struggled with that for a while. And then the Callum, that the guy who did me tour support last year. Oh,
1: Callum, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, He's a lovely kid. Yeah, uh, he's a top he's, dude. He suffers with anxiety quite a bit. Mm. Um, so my my he laughs at me. My backstage ritual is weird, <laughs> especially oh, when yeah. I am going to do a big theatre because I like to I, I like to get me. I I'll, walk, I'll, I'll, I'll pace around backstage. I am screaming. I am like letting these. I, I <laughs> roar and stuff. I let stuff out. It um, yeah, gets me in the. It gets me in the right place. Yeah. Um, and he's just like. It's like why'd you do that and i said it just it, it, it lets it, it seems to let enough out yeah for me to not feel anxious but then maintain the excitement Got so I, i'm still energized by it but i'm not kind of it's like a little release valve it's like bleeding your radiators a little bit generally. yeah yeah, yeah totally it, it, it can tip over and it's such a similar emotion that you can really be confused by the two and and one one really spills into the other um yeah and it, it's it, as again, it's that self talk i think it's that like if it, it can be one thing like You'd be stood backstage and you feel like oh it's gonna be good this is gonna be good and, and then you'll see one person you're like oh god i don't like the look of them <laughs> like, on the front row you're like oh fuck, they're gonna be a cunt aren't they uh, yeah. and then, then it just spirals in your head and you're like oh fuck, this is gonna be terrible this is gonna be it's gonna be i'm gonna fucking die on my ass here
1: yeah, mate. Yeah. And it just
2: comes out of nowhere and you're like why the fuck are you think you've done this for 15 years you've been all right why do you think now that this one person is your kryptonite and it you, turns out that that's the best person in the room. Uh, me, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's some. It's always some fucking at the back. who's like you never even spotted. He's a knobhead.
1: Yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah, every fucking time. <laughs> oh man. So where where did you where did you do before this? What I was
2: before? I was yeah. a graphic designer. Well, okay. So I did. I, I was. I, I mean, low levels doing logos and things like that, and like a printers. It was a nice job, um, but I was never very good at. It. Like it was it, it was it was creative to a point, but it was very rigid and I was just wasn't i just wasn't i just didn't like it just and i, I don't it, yeah. I don't like that kind of again I'm not knocking anyone because some people work differently but like if you put me in an office for a day or any kind of fixed environment I'll be like i I hate it and yeah. I'll get through that first day but then the the thought of going back the next day. And the next day, and the next day, and every day being the same, yeah. just I, I, I just spiral. I, I go bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, like a, yeah. But well, it's funny when, when, when all this happened and all the comedy got taken away, and you're like, "Fuck, all right." You used to say years ago, you'd always go, "I'd go and stack shelves," and then mm. one, you couldn't because everybody went and stacked shelves, and then two, I kind of, I'm like, "Yeah, fuck, I can't. I've, I'm, i I'm unemployable now.
2: Mm. Yeah, I can't go back to that." And I think it's, it's. Like, <laughs> I, it's it's doesn't sound weird, but like I, everywhere to go everywhere to go now, especially in Liverpool, people know who I am. Yeah. So if, if I like, if I'm working in Tesco's, even if I was so happy working in Tesco's, even if that was like, because having money and stuff and being again, it, it it's nice, but it's not. Yeah. It's it, honestly it's not the be all and end all for me. If all that went away and I was just back of hot water, I'd still be quite a happy guy, but. And I imagine it's, I could do other things. Like if I was like if I taught yoga or something, do you know what I mean? I'd probably be a happy guy. But then other people would assume you weren't happy, and they would project that onto you, and you'd yeah. be getting it all the time because they couldn't understand how you've gone from being a famous comedian to working in Tesco's, maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they'd yeah, be they'd, like, oh, my and need to look at." It would be the constant <laughs> pity that you would get from nowhere. Like, ah, oh, like his life's felt a bit. Yeah, yeah. Be like yeah, I'm yeah. all right. Oh. Yeah, it's like when someone goes, why are you angry? Like, why you're angry and you're not angry, but because they've said that, you're like you seem angry and then you get angry. Yeah, is,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that with a, my, my last counsellor. I remember sitting there with him one day and he went, and he was sit- he was moving around in his chair a lot and he was yawning and all that. And I'm going, "Are you all right?" And he went, oh, you're just projecting. You're projecting a lot of anger towards <laughs> in this direction." And it, I find that it really hard to kind of deal with. And I'm looking at him going, "I don't f- what." I don't feel angry. <laughs> that really fucked me off. Yeah. Now you're angry. <laughs> yeah. And so then he thinks could, he's right. Yeah, yeah fuck just, off. Yeah, 100 could now it is
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what he does. It's just <laughs> every time. Well, you're you're angry today. I know. I'm like, you see him angry.
1: <laughs> he just winds you up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like Darren yeah. Brown. <laughs> it's funny. I mentioned it. I had, I'd started um, therapy again the other day. I had a session. Mm. So it's on the, over the phone this time. Just I had an assessment this time, and then they, they figure out who they're going to put you with. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was good. It was it, it was funny because I sort of I messed. It was a it was a, a, a I googled it to find counselling and things like that. And then it, and then this number came up, so you contact them and blah blah blah. And then when I started talking to him, I I kind of I didn't know what to tell him because mm. he's like, so what you know? What do you? What is it you're after? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know who i am really i'm trying to figure out you know yeah. I've, I've been in a relationship and it there was shit that's been said and i just want to clarify a few things and, blah, and he's like okay and then he had to ask me questions yeah. i felt like an idiot but then by yeah. the end
2: of it it's fine but you must get that all the time though
1: yeah do
2: you find that helps to, it, was it was a cbt uh
1: no it's just it's just just, like just speech therapy yeah but it's do you a, find
2: yeah. I, I find talking therapies are much better than any kind of medication or anything
1: definitely definitely can't
2: stand anything
1: oh. like that. and they want to thrust you on that stuff immediately, oh, it's immediately though and it's
2: yeah. it's. I, the last few times I've, i mean it's years back now but the last few times i've been to a doctor about stuff you just you throw fluoxetine or citalopram at no. you like it's yeah. like it, and it just doesn't work like it but i'm not saying it doesn't work for anyone but for me it just makes me not feel anything same and it's just, and that's no good. I'd, I'd rather feel sad than nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember it being just flat. Just nothing yeah. excited me. Nothing made me feel.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and, and some people, I'm, I, some people obviously suffer a lot worse than I do. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, the extremes of the 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 downs that they must have. That it must be a relief to them. But for yeah. me, like, it's just, it's it's not nice. But like. I'd much rather just kind of work through it and try and reset my own serotonin yeah, and, do, yeah, and just kind of do it that way. I started meditating last year. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it's interesting. Ju- I've sort interesting. Of, it's it's like reading. I, I want to be someone who reads. Right, yeah. And every so often I go, I'm going to be someone who reads and I'll buy like six books and then I just, I just don't read them. And then they just stack up. <laughs> and this what I've done with <laughs> meditating for years. Because I do yoga and stuff and that's kind of... It's kind of hand in hand and I thought, you know, I really want to be someone. Who, and I'd sit, I'd sit and I'd try and just or do guided and it just would never work. My brain was just too busy. yeah. And I'd be like, am I meditating? Am I doing it? Ah, oh, fucking oh, hell, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, fuck, it's, I, I, I forgot to breathe, fucking hell. And then it just, it, I just get, I'd end up coming out a bit more wound up than I went in. <laughs> yeah. And then I met a guy um, He's, he's a shaman right well, it's oh, yeah. he's from Bootle he's called Kev um, <laughs> he's the best guy like he yeah. looks like a, a convict right but he's just got the best energy about him he just loves everyone he's just he's. I don't know what he's I don't, I don't really want to delve into his past it's, it's his business but like, he looks like he's been through some stuff in his past and he's just come out of it and learned like Reiki and meditation and all kinds of other stuff, and um, nice, and then now he just loves helping people, and it's wow. just what he does. And like, he because he's just a normal, I'm not saying like everyone who does these meditations aren't normal lads, but like because he's just a, a scally kind of chav looking guy, that you don't expect. He and he comes from a similar place to me, to me. He was able to explain it in a way that I could understand because I was, yeah, yeah, and I was because I was like. I can't do it because my brain's too busy. And he went, "What do you mean?" I said, "I can't like find I can't like switch off." And he said, "That's not what you're trying to do." And I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Meditation's not about not thinking." He said there's a common misconception. He said meditation's just about being present. And I that, think that, that's what everyone really struggles with. He said, "Meditate." He said, "Meditation is kind of if you think about it he said he gave me like a, a mantra so i would do like har, harim it's just any two syllable word means nothing so you go harim harim and you don't say it out loud you just repeat it in your head and it gives your monkey brain something to do and he said he said but don't you will think thoughts thoughts are going to pop in he said but but the thing is what you got to realize is you're not those thoughts and we go through our lives those thoughts pop in and we think that's us but it's not it's a lot of competing things so like you just all you need to do is just have a little step back and just like like you said before when when you realize you're thinking a thought and then you start having a thought about the thought, yeah, that's meditating because you're being present then you're thinking you're not thinking the thought about the past or the future, you're thinking about why you're having that thought, and I was yeah. like i've probably- that that probably I don't know whether that came out in any clear way, but like once no, he said that it. to me, I was like and he he said, you just notice you're having the thought, understand why." Like if it's a thought about a bill you need to pay or something like that, it's relevant. So just go, okay, I understand why you've shown me that. And it'll just float off and then you just go back to your mantra. And oh. every time you do it, it just, you're able to sink in a little bit better. He said, give me 20 minutes for the next four weeks. 20 minutes a day, it's nothing. And I was like, okay, and I did it. And man, I just, it just it just sank in for me. And I was like, "It was, it's amazing. It's wow, amazing. Man. It's like I've had some weird experiences, I don't know really yeah like i've turned it up are we allowed to talk about i did the i did well i did dmt oh yeah um, yeah. that's how i met him um i did dmt last year i've done it three times the first time was with i won't say his name but it's a mutual friend of ours yeah, <laughs> I, I know. you mean. Uh, Yeah, because he's mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it per, was a, a good, pro, good person to do it with. Absolutely yeah, great yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's great, and he understands. And he did like he did a little guided meditation first, and it was nice. Um, so we, he did it in my house. And we, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I was a bit tentative about it. I'd never done anything like that before, mm. and I had did, um, and I didn't quite get it. Harsh. I, I fucked up the second like hit. And it just, I had this kind of psychedelic experience, but a really mild one. Everything turned into a cartoon, Pictures, this picture was just dancing and moving, and changing forms and and it was just beautiful. And then because it only lasts like five minutes, I panicked a little bit and then I was like, it's five minutes and nothing bad's gonna happen. You're in a safe space, he's there, nothing not bad's gonna happen. And I was just able to take it in and enjoy it. And I was like, wow, this is weird. And then I came out of it, and I was like, "That is amazing that that he went. He didn't blast off. He didn't did. He didn't do it properly." And I was like, I "He know. went. Nah, I'm glad you had a nice time. He just didn't do it properly." And then so he has a go, and I saw what he meant because he went west, <laughs> um, and he come back out, and it was just he, he had he, he he but it was t- <laughs> he come back out and he said something's just told me that you need to go again, right? Now. Prior to, I'm a, I'm, I, I always class myself as a kind of physicalist, like an, an atheist, maybe an atheist agnostic, I would probably say, but like. Yeah, just open to stuff. Yeah, open, yeah. but like, not really in that regard. I was never right. like crystals and chakras and all that shit. I always found it's like nonsense, I thought nonsense. And I don't, I, I'm like, I'm not saying it's like old stone-cold true at this point, but like, I had the, I, I went again and I did it properly and I closed my eyes and I was just in another place. like. But completely lucid like it's not oh, wow. like any other drug just completely lucid as energy in this other place in a rainbow but colors i would never seen right and I, kn- I can't perceive them now. but I know I can't perceive them because when I go back I go oh yeah I remember them and it's 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 so strange it's really hard to verbalize again the, the written word isn't good enough but yeah 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 then this giant serpent thing just picks me up and carries me through carry, like carries me through this rainbow and it's Looking at it's huge and it's looking at me, and I'm looking at it, and it's just, it should be terrifying, but like ah. it's the most calm I've felt in such a long time. And it was just transmitting again, going back to what I was saying before about your brain's natural language, it just seemed to be able to put thoughts in your head, and it was like everything's going to be okay. I just knew what it meant, and I was like, I know it, and I came out of it, and I was like, shot, I was like, oh my God, like heart was pounding. And Milo, was, sorry, fucking hell, so was, <laughs> <laughs> We can edit it out, yeah. <laughs> I, you went, yeah. <laughs> I think he told me this. He told me his side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. He, he was like, what did you see? What did you see? And I was like, oh, man, you're not even, I, I, I feel stupid saying it. It was that weird. Like, And he was like, no, go on, what did you see? I said, oh, I'm in this rainbow. And then I'm, f- I'm floating through this rainbow. And then this giant black serpent just picks me up and just, rides me through the rainbow and he went oh oh yes the cosmic serpent that i've met him a few times what? and i was like what and he went yeah 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 met him a few times he's the he's the origin of knowledge and i was like come on because you know our mate he's not like yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's not like away with the fairies or not and he's nah. a grounded guy like he, he's a scientific mind and he's a very clever man so i was like no so you went google it i Google? people have written books about it what? Oh, this made, like, people have written books. There's a book called The Cosmic Serpents and the Origin of DNA, right? It's amazing. And it's about a guy who goes and does ayahuasca, which is DMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Peru. And they all see this of some variation. And if you go back through, like, a lot of major they, in this, this might. So I'm reading this book and now I'm like, what's going on? Because. <laughs> and did I you know about it before? Did you know? Did no, you Google I, I it? No, you never heard of it. He turned up, right? And he was like, I've got that there. And I don't know why I said I'd do it, but I was just thought, ah, oh, fuck it. And I was expecting something like mushrooms, you know, where you just see if something yeah. weird, like a Mars bar would chase you down the yeah. street or something. <laughs> yeah, because like, like
1: people have drawn cartoons on your was, life. It was yeah, life. Yeah,
2: yeah. I felt like I'd been in this place before. I felt like. That's where it came from, and that's where I was going back to. So it, it just it made me believe in an afterlife, and I, 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 I couldn't. It took me so long to just process what had happened. Like I've got a I've got a tattoo on my chest that we can see. What? Like, I've got a big look. There's the yeah.
1: same thing. Fuck,
2: man. I, I I just I started reading about this shit, and I was like, "What's going on?" So that's how I got into Kevin and meditating, and like, and once I once I started looking into it. A thing that fascinates me about it loads is that, and I think it's something that not a lot of people experience. We're quite unique in this regard, even like musicians and stuff. They probably get it to some extent, but I think the the level of focus we get it is going back to what I said earlier about energy transfer. Like you can be yeah. stood on a stage, right? With it doesn't matter how many people are in front. Yeah, you know, at those stages, like you can't see many of them, right? You yeah. could have your eyes closed out and you would know they were there and you can feel them you can feel when they're happy you can feel when they feel tense you can feel them pull away you can feel you, yeah. can, you can l- literally feel it in your body and once you get good with that you can really start to flow with it and and move with the audience and, and bring them along with you um but i've felt like 8000 people pull back and you go <gasps> and it's like it's like a, a tide yeah it's, yeah and yeah. and that can kind of, that so that en- when he was explaining all the, like energies and stuff and like when i went to this place i was like it's all energy. We're all energy, and I'm, I'm, right. in my head, I'm yeah. like, "I'm a fucking hippie. I'm a fucking." Hippie. <laughs> What's happened? What's happened to me? But yeah, I, I, I've, got, I've done it like three times now, and it's such a weird thing because it was so transformative. I, 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 I get in trouble for talking about this because it's like I'm condoning. It's a class A drug, and you shouldn't do it. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was such a transformative experience. And the last time I did it, it. Again, going back to that kind of, it, it gave me a real. I had an epiphany about you know the, the. I'm trying to that intrusive thought, the intrusive voice in head, the negative voice, the the horrible person in your head who tells you you're not good enough, and Mm. it's just, I we all suffer with it. Like and and he'll play, he try and catch it out. So I I went, and I'd been drinking the night before, and not massively, but I had a little. I could feel it. And when I've got a hangover, I do get a bit anxious. So I was like, I was going in, I took my mate with me and he, cause he wanted to do it. And I was like, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about it. Cause I don't think I should do it if I feel anxious. And Kevin was like, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, if you don't want to do it. He said, but he does these um, guided meditations and it's, it's called, um, it gets you to anchor a good positive thought.
1: Oh, yeah. And then,
2: then you feel, you, you really focus on the anxiety and you send it down your left arm and it makes your left hand really heavy and then you put them together and it kind of dispels Fuck. the anxiety oh, and he it, 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 it does it and it works it, I don't whether it's a trick or not a placebo or whatever it works that's all I know um, Mate, Well, I believe,
1: I've, I've mentioned energy before yeah. Oh, yeah I'm a believer in energy like, and I've said this before um, I was working in an old people's home and, yeah. I was walk, and I was doing the night shift and you should go around in the morning and check everybody before you hand over to the next the next lot. Yeah. And I'm going around and I walked into this guy's room just to check on him. And as I walked in, he took his last breath. But as he took his last breath, it was like the room dimmed. Yeah. And I'm like, and I don't know, maybe the sun went behind a cloud or some shit like that, but I just saw this. Yeah. yeah. I just, he just went, oh. And he just it just went gloomy and dim. And I went...
2: Fuck!
1: so you felt him go felt him go saw man. the saw the light dim so i'm big on that energy man
2: yeah and i think yeah i think that's one thing that draws us to what we do we, we're kind of i think we're like energy vampires really we're like mm. we, we love that kind of most people would really shy away from standing in front of people and, and, and tra- making people laugh but i think laughter is the best form of that kind of positive energy that you can receive yeah, from man. people so like when you're receiving that, it's just, it's so intoxicating that we go back for it. I think because we're the type of people who, are, some people probably aren't really tuned into it and some people are, it's, I think it's like any other, it's probably something to do with genetics, I don't know, but it's some kind of strength that we have, that we are, the word's probably intuitive, but I think yeah. there's, there's probably not a, a correct term for what I'm trying to say, but I think, yeah, I think we are, are yeah. we are definitely tuned in. But yeah, going back to yeah. what I was the, 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 the last because I'm getting another tattoo on my arm next week it's, it's getting finished off but, um, of, of the, the thing that I saw the th- the, the third time because yeah. I'm going in I'm feeling anxious he did this thing and I felt sad, so I, I hit the DMT and as I hit it my brain went hey what if that anxiety comes back and I went oh and it just hit me in the chest. like It was like someone stamped on my chest and it just filled me. And I've never felt anything like it. It was like so strong and it shook me. And I was felt like, and then it left oh. my body and was like shaking the room. The whole room was shaking. It was like an earthquake of anxiety and it was terrifying. And I was like, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. And I kinda, I felt myself like ball up and I was like, just get through this, this is gonna be bad. But then this giant blue woman, right? Just pick me up. Sweep me up in her arms, just put me in a womb. What? (laughs) Like Avatar? Yeah, but like giant blue woman just, and there's all blue pyramids behind her, right? And she's just sat there cross-legged with me. I can see her, so I could could see. I knew I was like fetal in a womb, and she's just holding her stomach, like, and it was the mad, because I'm, I kind of again you you kind of lucid and you know it's f- so we- it's mad what your brain will accept because you're like okay two seconds ago I was on a couch in Bootle and now I'm surrounded by giant pyramids inside a giant blue woman's womb and <laughs> your brain goes all right and I was kind of I laughed a little because I was like what's going on here and then I looked at it and she's smiling at me and I said I, I remember go because you go in here, you want to and because you feel like the these beings and you're like, I want to ask some question. And I said, I couldn't think, and I was just, I panicked and I just went, is what I'm doing okay? Am I doing okay? And she said, why do you care? And I said, what you, and I I just laughed and she kind of giggled at me and I said, yeah, but am I doing the right thing? And she said, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. And I said, and I laughed and I said, oh, come on, but just tell me like that. And she just went, bye, giggled. Gave birth to me and I came back into the world somewhere. <laughs> what the fuck? It was mad. It was so mad. How and did it you just, feel after? Un, it was, I didn't want to come back. It, I felt like heaven. I, I didn't ever want to leave when I was just, it was just the most, cause as soon as she, as soon as she touched me, all the anxiety just fell out of my body. And it was just, Mate. it was mad. It was just, <laughs> again, <laughs> I feel like I'm becoming like a, a, a an ambassador for DNC and I shouldn't, but it's, yeah, it's, it's sent me down this weird path now where I'm like meditating and doing yoga and what is f- getting chakras tattooed on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: serpents. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I think there is, a, it's been mentioned before about the people of Liverpool that there is a, there's a cosmic, you have a cosmic Energy. Cosmic scousers, yeah, mm. like the bands I've listened to down the ages of, mm. they've all mentioned things like, that, like listening to the Lars and Cast and yeah, there's a there's a definite leaning towards that kind of psychedelic, yeah. you know, otherworldness. Yeah, That not many other places really really have.
2: Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe
1: it's just in you, just tapping into that.
2: Yeah, but there's a little, there is a bit of I mean there's a there is a bit of a movement at the minute. A lot of uh, scouse groups like doing cold water therapy and oh meditating right. together and there's a place called the Wii and yeah. it's just fancy you go it's like it's like hot yoga but like they do like you do like 20 minutes of high intensity 20 minutes of hot yoga and meditation right and you do it like six o'clock in the morning then you have a cold shower in a hot room and you'll never sweat I, I, I thought I thought I was reasonably fit and I went down the guy who runs it called mask and I was an ex UFC fighter um, and he said he said, he said, you're going to enjoy this. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, I've got boxing after this. And he went, you haven't. <laughs> and I was like, "I've thought I said, it's only 20 minutes of to like, exercise. And he went, if you go to boxing, I will be like, shocked. And I went, okay. And it, I, I did it. And it's oh, it was so intense because the heat, it's, it's like exercising in a sauna, obviously. And then when I was doing the yoga, I was like, yeah, just flopping, man. <laughs> but I felt incredible after it. And the mad thing about it is, like when you go to a lot of these yoga studios or places like that, what I found, or any like sound baths and stuff, it's very very feminine energy in there. It it seems to attract a lot more women than men um, in a lot of the places I've been to. But because this away like Mark is an ex fighter, ex scally, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like good guy, one of the best guys I've ever spoke to. He, like he's really like got a good alpha male kind of energy about him like you just yeah. trust him do you know what I mean he's like a, he, he, if he was a king I would follow him do you know what I mean Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like kind of Jon Snow yeah. energy he's got right <laughs> so because of that all his kids respect him, and they're all going all these scallies are now going and doing yoga in the morning and meditating and I was like this is amazing the energy in here is amazing I went down and he said oh, we've got Kundalini yoga I've oh, been yeah. doing a bit of Wim Hof breathing and he said it's breath work and stuff and I said oh okay I'm, I, I'm enjoying the Wim Hof stuff I'll come down and it was just it, I think that was as transformative as the DMT because wow. like talking about like when I was screaming earlier like those little release valves I think I've got very primitive ways of, of dealing with but this kundalini like you go and you start doing the breath and i, I felt i felt daft at first because you're like <laughs> <laughs> lying down and it's the room's full and everyone's doing it and she's like if any noises come out so your arms feel heavy or, or your arms just like turning like this don't worry about it it'll go it'll reset back to normal once you stop he said just just go with it he said she said anything that wants any noise that wants to come out just come out and i was like okay so I'm like breathing and I could hear people around me like groaning I was like, this is a bit weird and then I thought, fuck it, You're here. just do it, yeah. just go with it and see what happens and I kind of, once I'd let myself go, I, I felt this like, these like raw start coming out and then this like emotion clouds I coming out and the next, I was just crying my eyes out oh. for about 15 minutes of I was just weeping and there's people around me like big hairy ass dorm and just crying oh. like, and then yeah. it was just mad and like, I, I, it, it finished and I felt so Good. like i felt yeah. like so it, like, it was like it It, it, it was something that, I, that that cry had been deep inside me for a long time and it uh-huh. needed to come out and it, it cleansed you yeah and then i'm just all these guys are just hugging each other like you just wouldn't like sca- like like drug dealers and stuff do you know really I mean? like I, <laughs> I, i'm not I, but like that's the yeah people that, that you wouldn't normally yeah yeah You yeah. would never if you saw them in the street you wouldn't imagine in a million years that's what they're doing on a Thursday night do you know what I mean and it's just it's beautiful it was amazing it's just like that kind of it's just being being able to be vulnerable as a man is very hard I think yeah, especially in the with the life a lot of those kids have got yeah. for, the, for them to show vulnerability is it could be unsafe yeah. so for them to be able to f- have a place where they can go and, and show that side of themselves and get that out I think I th- Yeah. I, I think is very beneficial i um, I don't want to generalize and say just men because but that's the experience I can speak from yeah. it's like I think there's some there's a th- there's a reason that the suicide rate's so high in men and I think it's i think it's just we're so out of place we we it, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure a good way of saying this there's there's something missing in the way that we're built. And i think there's just something missing in us and the reason i think that is because and again i might be generalizing this might apply to women but i can't speak from that experience i can only speak from mine but the the best things in my life that i've found for mental health are combat sports like full contact yeah. like brazilian jiu-jitsu grappling and stuff and it's the thing about and then i remember thinking this if you go into an MMA gym, people are intimidated by these places. I did a post on Instagram. They're the friendliest, mm. most warm greeting. Those places feel like home to me. The boxing gym I go to, the MMA gym that I go to, it's just it feels like home. And yeah. it's it again. It's a for, once I going back to meditation. Once I'd figured, once I'd started thinking about that in a different way. Like I think we we do we do meditate a lot. Like. Mm. Normally, like when you're walking, if you're walking and just thinking about walking, you meditate. And there's lots of areas that we would naturally meditate, but because we kind of again we've been taken out of our natural habitat, we sit on our phones all the time. We're constantly distracted by things. We just don't have that time, so you have to sit down and try and force yourself to meditate. Yeah. It's like it's like we wouldn't need to go to the gym in the wild, but we do now because yeah, it's just it's it's the same it's the same idea. And went going to the gym and doing these combat things. I'm speaking to Dave Longley about, it and he he said because Dave Longley's a giant guy, but he's a mm. teddy bear, isn't he? He's sweetheart, yeah, he's lovely. Sweetheart. And I find that like, if I'm on stage, I always pick on the big guy because the the normally really sweet people, <laughs> like have yeah, yeah. got nothing to prove, and I think you go there and like you expect it to be like this height, like super testosterone fueled like like. Like every man for himself, winner takes all. But it's not. It's kind of like going back to what we said earlier about the trap, the travelers, and the way they they sort themselves out. Yeah, it's like if you go into these, it doesn't matter if you win or lose. It doesn't matter. Like you go, you do jujitsu, you tap, shake hands, and it it re- you think in your head, I don't want to lose a fight. I feel terrible if I lose a fight. But you don't. You just don't. You don't. You feel it, There's something really comforting about knowing the hierarchy yeah yeah, you don't need to be the alpha you just need to know who the alpha is and you know to know your position in the tribe yeah if you can artificially create that tribe a couple of hours a week and just give yourself that little bit of hierarchy then it it really works for me it really really like yeah i get it i totally get it man well this is why growing
1: up the the boys clubs the boxing clubs Mm. and i used to go to one years ago but and then you see a lot of a lot of boys clubs kind of stem from there was trouble at home like their family unit wasn't great but they found family in the in the yeah. in the in the boys clubs. There's a great film Jawbone, uh, Johnny Harris, Ray Winston, and that and it's like the guy you know the main guy and it comes from a troubled background but he's the the, 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 the Ray Winston's the the, the the boxing the coach and he kind of brings these lads in and teaches them how to use that frustration in a in a good way and. Like teaches them like how to, like they have to clean the gym afterwards. Yeah, and have yeah. To, but so it's teaching them respect and to respect yeah. themselves and other people. And it's fascinating. And it, and you're right at that those clubs, it is important. It is important. Definitely, it's not, just, it's so it's not important. just going in and hammering the shit out of each other.
2: It's, no, it's, it's respecting that. Yeah, and, and no, nobody. And there's every, most of these gyms I've signs at leave your ego at the door, yeah. and you kind of, And it because you just it doesn't last long because. It doesn't matter how hard you think you are you're gonna go into these gyms and you're gonna lose you're gonna lose and you're gonna win and then you're gonna lose and you're gonna you're gonna lose more than you're gonna win yeah yeah. it doesn't matter who you are because that's just how you get better and it's it and it's discovering that that doesn't matter and it's the thing you're scared of the most really it's like losing a fight or losing looking weak as a man yeah and once you embrace that it's okay to be weak it's okay to have moments of weakness it's how you deal with that and and it's 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 even though you're losing it's it's you know you've give it your all you it, you know you've and they know you give it your all so there's a respect there even yeah, though man. they beat you there's a respect there where you go they go you put up a good fight there yeah and it's just it's, it's something very simple and beautiful about it i think but it i'm those, not a good yeah. fighter or anything but like I'm, i can i've never I, I i knew immediately when i started doing these things i was never it's just not something where my talent lies but I'm a trier. Yeah, this is it. I like, just, yeah. yeah,
1: but it's that being part of a community, isn't it? And that, yeah, that's the. It and that's just the, doesn't
2: matter. Yeah, though.
1: this is the thing that this with this last lot, especially the last one. It was it was the the community that we'd lost. You know, we yeah. we, we couldn't even if you don't want to go and see people. The, the choice was taken away. Mm. We couldn't go and see people, so we lost those connections. And, and is it's nice being part of something, being part of a community, and, yeah. and 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 showing and being able to be to show vulnerability is what men. It's why it's nice that someone like you and talk about this guy in, in Bootle and, and, and people that listen to me, like, I talk about crying, I talk about, fact oh, I've been a bit of a cunt, oh, I've been, or, you know, and, but that's what these, this is what we need to do. It's people working, okay. work, especially working class people, I feel, because there's more, I mean, again, I'm only speaking like you, yeah, I'm only speaking from my experience. I can't really speak for anyone else, but there was always a need to show yourself as a man, like, you to be strong. Yeah you couldn't be vulnerable because if you did, someone might exploit it and you kind of, you were always on sort of high yeah. alert and you know, like you say, some of these people that, their lives are a bit dodgy and they're always having to look around and and so they can't really, they don't have, they don't, they can't show vulnerability. No. Someone will fucking
2: take them yeah. down. But that, it's yeah. good that, the, I mean, seeing the yoga place and seeing, yeah. and, and boxing gyms and stuff and any combat gyms, they just, I think they do. They give you that yeah. space to be vulnerable, and I think that's that. It's really counterintuitive that that's what it really is. If you boil it down, that yeah. it, that's what it is. But that for me, that's what it is. It, it's the place where I can go and be vulnerable and weak and still be accepted and feel like part of a family. And yeah, it's man, it's very. It's I find it vital. It's vital to my I, when when they close those places down. I think that's why I struggled a lot in the yeah. last in the last lockdown because it's just I was missing that. I was also missing because I got I got to a bit of a bad point early this year, mm. and it's just again as you said earlier, you, you know you'd give this advice. You'd say speak to someone, speak to someone. But it, when it's you, you feel like you're putting undue burden. And I didn't want to tell me misses. Yeah. Who, who, I'd tell anything to. I love her, but like I, did, I didn't want to. I didn't want to worry. Her and I, I thought I had just power through it and kind of get myself all right and be fine. And it just built, it, it got on top of me a little bit and then I called Paul who owns Hot Water, he's my best mate, yeah. I called him up. And it's just, I was having a normal conversation, just I was trying to hold a normal conversation because I just felt like I needed to speak to someone, but like you don't know how to get into it and I just no. broke down. And um, I think the beauty of a good mate, a good male mate is that if you've got a, he's he's dead good for this and I've got a couple of mates who are the same. There's a fine like there's a balance between like he will let you get stuff off your chest and he'll be kind of he'll be he'll be caring and nurturing and and he'll he'll make sure you're alright. But then there's there's a moment where he goes, like stop being a pussy, know <laughs> and, yeah. he yeah, and he'll just yeah, he'll take yeah. the piss out of you and he'll make you laugh. And I feel there's there's that back i need I miss that. I missed I miss the green room more than the more yeah. than the gigs. Yeah I missed that who said that man. Yeah, yeah it just because the comedy industry's mad like it's it's weird and we don't really see each other a lot but we yeah. I still can sit like it, it there's a lot of people in comedy as soon as they walk in I might not have seen them for 6 months but then I'm straight you just hug them and it yeah. you, you kind of pick up the conversation where you left off Yeah man it's it's yeah. it's, it's and I'm, I was really missing that and the banter and the back and forth just kind of Again, I think it's it's, this, it's it's a verbal version of the combat sport. It's just like, as comedians, people think, oh, you've got to always be on top of You've got to always kind of, you're the one taking the piss out of everyone. But you need someone to take the piss out of you. You need someone to like, you need that kind of, you need to lose that verbal fight from time to time or like yeah, that yeah, mental yeah. challenge, but just to make you feel, it's this, exactly the same thing, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, bang on, mate. That's what I have said this, this came up on an episode before it wasn't just the fact that the gigs got taken away. It was the community. Like, yeah. we, there's a, like you said, everyone's mentally ill, mm. especially comedians. There's a, there's something we're just, are just, just a bit different. And I'm not yeah. saying not in not in a good way, bad way, whatever. But, but we're our our community. You know where we kind of silently understand each other. We sort of see each other and we don't even say it, but we kind of go, I see you. Oh, yeah. I fucking see you. We're the same. I get it. Yeah. And then they got taken away, and then we were thrust back out into that. Safe space got taken away, and we were like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> ah, shit, now what am I going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And we were kind of left, and yeah, it was a weird one. I think that's what affected people. More like you say, the green rooms got taken away. Yeah. Not just the gigs. Definitely. Fuck, man. Dude, this has been spectacular. I okay. knew it was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be that good. Fuck <laughs> me, man. Because you don't know, because I never, I don't plan. I just go, yeah, oh, I want to talk, talk to that person. It's always about who I find interesting. Yeah, and mate, I never knew it was gonna go there. Ah, oh, good. Beautiful, because that, we haven't talked about that before meditation. No, not really. No, mate, and especially like I say, people like us, they don't expect that. They just expect us to be talking about yeah.
2: football yeah. and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. People, uh, people get a bit. Um, not worried but like did a bit like, is he okay when I <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is, is his head fell off? His head fell he, off, isn't it? is he banged his head, yeah,
1: is yeah, he alright? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. well, this is beautiful life. beautiful man. Um have you, what, so, man. so do you listen to do you go you, when you do your yoga and you go so a meditation, you go somewhere. Have you got an, I,
2: I, app, have you got I was doing doing it was the. it like? was doing it of the house bit of the lockdown of um, 15, 20 minutes in the morning. Uh, there's, a, there's an amazing woman on on YouTube called Adrian Yoga with Adrian. She's got millions and millions of subscribers. She's very good. Um, yeah, she does like thirty day programs. She just, just she's got hundreds and hundreds of yoga videos on there. For, for whatever you want. I just I find yoga. It's not the most intense exercise in the world, but it just again it's like moving meditation. If you just if you can, some days you're just not going to sink into it. Some days you just really will, and you find yourself. If it's it's calming. Yeah. It has a calming effect. It's nice. Oh, that's
1: um, it, yeah, people need to... This is what... I was talking to someone the other day and I said, well, it's like having a car. If you just leave the car sat there, it's just going to rust up and stay, stiffen up and not move. But mm-hmm. like your body, you need to just move around a bit. And it doesn't have to be intense. Just walk. Just go... Definitely. Stick your headphones on and have a, go, I'm going to listen to the album and just mm. walk as long as the album is. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, keep moving. Dude, I this has been... Fucking brilliant. This ah, has been a Thank, No, thanks, man. Uh where can we find you online and, and... everywhere, I
2: Everywhere. <laughs> it's superstar. Um, if you want to get me on Instagram, it's at Paul is the Joker. Listen to my podcast. It's called What's the Story, Paul and Laurie. Brilliant. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, go go and have a look at that on our YouTube. Um yeah, and just yeah. I, I, hope, I, hope, I hope we get to it together soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I look forward to that, man. It's been too long. Be yeah, definitely. Good. Yeah, I love hot water. Hopefully, we'll do it there. Before. Yeah. Right, man. Definitely, man. Beautiful. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Rich. Insane in the
0: membrane. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.